He stared after her until she disappeared around the gallery. Then he shook himself and called his errant thoughts and his uncalled-for emotions to order. What had he expected? He was leaving her to live her life here in London and heading off on a voyage, and if he was honest, he would admit the unknown, the potential for danger, for adventure, called to him. Edwina was adventurous, too. True, but she's a woman. A vision of his cousin, Katrina, Kit, who captained her own ship in their fleet, swam across his mind, and he amended. A lady, a noble lady. And she was his, and now meant far too much to him for him to even contemplate putting her at risk, not of any sort or of any degree. He had to go and sail and investigate, and she had to remain safely here. That was all there was to it. Feeling the weight of the missives in his pocket, he considered, then waved at Humphrey to fetch his coat. A minute later, his expression set, he strode down the front steps and headed toward the Frobisher and Sons' office, and whatever last dregs of information his searchers had gleaned from the ships currently bobbing in the Pool of London. The more information he had before he sailed, the less time he would need to spend on the ground in Freetown, and the sooner he could return to re-engage with his wife and, in light of the separation, re-examine how their marriage should work. He hadn't in the least expected it, but deep down in his gut, he wasn't at all satisfied with leaving her behind. Edwina stood at the window of their bedroom and watched Declan stride away from the house. The instant he turned the corner and disappeared from her sight, she swung around and beckoned to her maid, Wilmot, who had been packing the last of the clothes Edwina had selected into a small portmanteau. Quickly, help me out of this gown. Wilmot hurried to Edwina's side. As she set deft fingers to Edwina's laces, the severely garbed middle-aged maid anxiously murmured, Are you sure about this, my lady? Absolutely, definitely. Shrugging out of the loosened gown and letting it fall, Edwina added, You needn't worry. I'll be perfectly safe. Wilmot had been with her since her come-out. She was an excellent maid, but rather timid. If you say so, my lady... Wilmot clearly remained unconvinced, but she held her tongue as she helped Edwina into a dun-coloured carriage dress. As soon as all the tiny black buttons at the back of the dress were secured, Edwina waved Wilmot to the last of the packing and headed for her dressing table. In short order, she stowed her brushes, combs, and a handful of hairpins into a large travelling satchel. From a drawer, she drew out a wad of banknotes. She tucked some into a small purse that she placed in a black travelling reticule, then secreted the rest of the notes in a pocket sewn into the lining of the satchel. When she turned, Wilmot was securing the straps of the portmanteau. Edwina slipped the reticule's ribbon over her wrist, settled the satchel's strap on her shoulder, picked up the bonnet Wilmot had left ready, then waved the maid to the door. Remember what I told you. 
Go down the back stairs, and you'll be able to slip out of the house while I'm talking to Humphrey in the front hall. I'll see you in just a few minutes. Still looking worried, Wilmot hefted the portmanteau, bobbed a curtsy, then hurried out of the door. After one last glance around the room, Edwina followed, closing the door behind her. She descended the main stairs. When Humphrey joined her in the front hall, she smiled brightly at him. I require a hackney, Humphrey. Please summon one for me. Of course, my lady. Humphrey hesitated, then somewhat diffidently said, If you're sure the carriage will not suit. Sadly, it won't. Tugging on her gloves, she went on. For this particular excursion, a hackney is what I need.